Hello there. Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of the Sift Taker Snapshots podcast. We're here today with myself, uh, Will Pinner, also here with Bob D. Hello there. And Adam Tudor. Hello there. What we're going to talk to you about, obviously we had the episode uh, on Monday, speaking to Luke and Jack on how they did on the final. Um, what we're going to talk to you today about, though, is a bit about the venue itself, um, all about how to get there, all the different uh, aspects of the weekend, and uh, how a few of us did. So, without further ado, uh, Bob, how, how do you feel the venue was itself? Um, I, I think it was a massive win, was the venue. It's, it's the best venue we've had so far in, in so many different respects. Uh, we went down on Friday, and it was a, it was a nice, easy drive on, on Friday afternoon down from Stockport. Uh, we got there, loads of parking, no charge for any parking at any stage during the weekend. So we just rolled up outside the hotel, got to check in uh, and, and uh, go and have a look at the uh, registration area in the venue itself. It was brilliant arrival. I mean, obviously you mentioned registration there. How, how did you find registration, Adam? Uh, yeah, that was really smooth. You got there. They had all the, the t- piles of lists printed for you to write down. Um, that was, that, and that was just in a room off to the side on its own. And no, plenty no. of pens and you know paper and all that you know stationary stuff that usually you'll be like running around rooting for, but that that bit was all really nice and smooth, and then we could get on with you know meeting up as a team. I mean, yeah, I, f- I definitely thought registration was a hundred times better this year uh, than yeah. last year. I mean, I think they had one or two people last year. We were in a massive conga line queue. However, this year there was that many tables, that many judges, all set up ready to go. I mean that. We hardly queued. I mean, there was a lot of people turning up when we were there, and you, you just found someone really easy to register, and it was good. Yeah, it's fast. <clears throat> then on to obviously after that, we all went out, didn't we? We did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so food and drink wise, though, wow. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely, mate. The the choice at a sensible cost within easy reach of the venue. You know, there's a Mackey D's around the corner, there was a KFC, a couple of restaurants, uh, TGI's, Pizza Express. Nando's. Yeah, and and if you really wanted to go to town, you could go to Marco Pierre White's inside the hotel, but I, I managed to hold myself back. <laughs> I think you might have been the only X-Winger in there. <laughs> that might have been a blessing, of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah, price-wise, I mean, I got a, a really good, obviously we only had main course, but I got a really good main course and, and a pint while I'm eating, and that cost me 30 quid. Uh, um, maybe the drinks beforehand and the drinks afterwards cost me a little more but it wasn't like murderous for a pint or a drink at all I thought it was pretty good and like you said there Bob you know the choice was formidable throughout I mean price wise as well I couldn't fault the hotel no Um, No, I shared a room with Jason Denton and I think it was 60 quid each for for two nights that's £30 a person per night for a really good hotel you know, all the facilities, all the rest of it, and very comfortable, very quiet, all that sort of stuff. It was it was excellent. I mean, the beds were really comfortable. Yeah, they were really nice. It was a, a Hilton Doubletree in, built in. And for saying that it's the MK Don's football ground, it's obviously purpose-built to have all these people. You know, like with the parking, there was still spaces even after we'd all turned up. The hotel was really, really nice and, and literally upstairs. Well, I mean, fingers crossed we're going to be heading back to Milton Keynes in the future because I've got to say it's head and shoulders above what we've had in Birmingham in the past. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the room itself then, the gaming room itself, 
well laid out, well organised. Yeah, brilliant. There was there was loads of room between the, the, the mats to put your stuff down, which yeah. was great. The PA was really clear. I was talking to Alex Watkins about this, and apparently it was originally designed as a basketball court for people ah. to watch uh, a pro basketball team, but they didn't want it. But that's why the soundproofing was up there. Mm. Okay. But yeah, it resonated. I never once struggled to hear them. I thought, you know, there was loads of judges about as well. Like you were saying, there's loads of space between tables. I don't think, I think I bumped into someone once all weekend, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's maybe put the heating on on the first day, mate. It was a little <laughs> bit chilly. It was a little bit chilly and, and it was colder outside, I think, than they were expecting. So yeah, it was a little bit uh, cooler than it might have been. On the other hand, you, you've got hundreds of people in there. I mean, there were, there were at least 565 just from X-Wing players. And you also had Destiny and all the judges and all the staff and all the rest of it. So there's, there's you know, several hundred people milling around that room pumping out heat. So it's a difficult thing for them to get absolutely spot set. Yeah, I think Alec, Alec Alex, Vince, uh, Chris, all the ones that we said, you know, all, all the people involved. Um, yeah, and, and massive shout-out to the judges. Yeah, um, yeah thank you very huge shout-out to the judges. I mean, I've got to bring it up. One thing I was a little critical of and a bit disappointed was the price support. I'll be honest with you. Um, I didn't get to get anything I actually wanted because it had all sold out come round three. Target locks and the Gurry card. Well, it was it was weird anyway because there was relatively little for the guys who made it into the cut until you made the top 16, I think, Adam? No, top 64. So top, then you, right. had to, but you had to go to top 32 to get the R2-D2 tokens. Right. So I don't then, necessarily have anything to show for that. Templates but, at sixteen. Yeah, so the top cut was a bit wasn't it wasn't as good as it necessarily could have been. They could have been hand over fist, but and, uh, and less acrylic than there has been at the opens historically. Yeah. D- deciding not to go for everybody gets a target lock as participation was definitely a choice that has led to most of us not having any. Yeah, um, and what we were saying about the cards. For saying that Quick Draw and Guri were eight points, therefore the minimum was round four and you had to have won all your games, they were all gone before round five had finished. Right. And that's in a room where more than 600 tickets had sold, how have they run out? Would be That, that was my one abiding criticism from the whole weekend. Yeah, and, and I think they'll probably look again at, at yeah. how they do price support, but obviously it's the first 2.0 event, so yeah. they don't, as they did in, in 1.0, they don't have a big locker of stuff they haven't got rid of yet mm-hmm. to, to auction at the prize wars, and that of course is how the prize wars started at, at Worlds back in 2016, when they had loads of sets of dice and stuff like that to, to get rid of, and they could offer those in exchange for tokens that you, you won on the tables which was worked really well and I, I think was uh, Alec Thorne's idea originally and people were a little bit sceptical but it worked very well I mean obviously I, I held that to the end I, I didn't want to put a downer on it because that for me was the best weekend I've had at an X-Wing tournament I mean last year's SOS I thought was absolutely brilliant I loved it but this year I think it's kindly surpassed it for me mind you saying that I know more of the community now and definitely, like people recognising my voice as well seemed quite funny. Mm-hmm. Alex, Alex Burt did come up to me at round two and go, "People recognise your voice." I was like, "Nah, nah, no one's done it yet." So I, that was that was like the crutch of him. That was it. As soon as he said that, 
all the time after that, we were at, and it, that, I felt that was really nice. Um, I know you did as well, Bob. Yeah, it was great. And, you, and as I said, a Monday show, it, it meant a lot to all of us who, who do the pod for people to come up and, and say that they appreciate it and say they enjoy it. That makes a hell of a difference for us doing it. Yeah. Um, so thank you very much once again to, to everybody who, who found time to come and shake a hand. So next, moving on to how we all did. Mm-hmm. So day one I'll let you take day one away Adam <laughs> go for it man well I having decided to play Phantoms going into day one was really worried that I hadn't had enough practice with the engage which is where the, the key for the Phantoms is as we talked about in the other episode but having I then went in lost game one right okay well the submarines aren't everybody makes the submarine joke you know only the five and ones make it oh I just gotta win all my games and then, out of the blue, I won all of my games uh, after that point. Went 5-1, and one, was really, really chuffed. Last year, I they had that staggered cut, if yeah. you remember. You had to win at least two, two, two of your one. first three. Then there was another cut after that. And I did that, then fell at the first hurdle in that, and didn't make you know the top cut. I was kind of disappointed with myself. This time around, I felt I hadn't really prepped enough, but um, I just gelled with the Phantoms and came out with the five and one um, and did in fact hit a uh, Skurg Dreyer list which was what I was worrying about the most beat that which I was really chuffed with um, having played against Bob a couple of times um, I knew mostly what the tricks were with it obviously it's a fairly straightforward list but in terms of how it was going to be flown at me um, and made top cut which I was really really chuffed about how did you do in the top cut? Not quite so chuffed with this, but it was a perfectly perfect indication of how the Phantoms work. Uh, I played against um, Ross Pearson, uh, forgive me if I get that wrong. He was flying three fangs, and you could tell that he knew how to fly those three fangs. They came straight in at me, instantly into range one. And the game was basically decided by having a poor engage on my half. Um, the range ones went in his favour. Um, he, did, he did the very nice pleasant opponent thing of saying oh mate your dice really let you down if we'd have finished at 45 minutes I would have absolutely agreed with them the dice were decided by that but past that point the fangs really started to come back into their own as the fangs had to turn around started getting those tokens back that Terok had stripped and it, it turned into more of a game and it came down to half a phantom versus half a cad solus and in the last, with time running out, last turn, I had to chase him in case he went for me, or in case he went for the run. And he, he actually turned in, barrel rolled behind me, and, and killed me as time was called. Close. Yeah, close. really close. And I, I was happy with happy with that accounting of myself. Fair. Well, well done. Yeah, Thank you. It. How did you get on in hyperspace? Did you drop to hyperspace? Or? Yeah, I did drop to hyperspace. Um, obviously, the first buy. So my list, I'm not quite so happy with. I do oh, yeah, do need to try and find an actual hyperspace yeah, list. I went three and two in the end, which doesn't sound quite so great, but I did run into... Uh, so I had the bye, won the first one, won the second one, sorry, won the third one. Round four, uh, I'm going to horribly butcher this, but uh, Matchek Paracek, thank you, who, uh, you know, Mr. Paratani from uh, X-Wing 1.0. Uh, he was uh, running Kylo and Blackout, just the two of them. And I made a good accounting of myself in that one, I'd like to think. Gave away one of my ships too too early. Um, and he, he basically won it 
by bid because it came down to Carlo versus Blackout and his was going second. Perfectly happy with that. And then round five, um, I decided to stick into it because we were obviously w- waiting to cheer Jack on. Uh, so I thought I'll play round five even though I'm, I'm now out of world's ticket contention and played against Tim Masters who is quite a well-known uh, Tice one player um, one of the, and uh, I played against him didn't do as well in that one myself but uh, cool. he, he was a perfectly perfect gentleman to play against cool Bob uh, three and three on day one uh, I was running the Skurgs and as I expected facing the school shooting phantom list three times out of my six matches uh, I got to the point where by the time of the third time I faced them I was just bored of the game um, so uh, Ben and I went and had a pint instead of uh, messing about with school shooters but quad phantoms isn't the, the problem is it right it's, it's, it's fat hand that, uh, that, that's the big don't part get me started. don't get me started it's Right. So, uh, day two then? Day two, I was running a CIS list, which was uh, which was good. I went, uh, won my first game, then ran into Adam Atherston, who had two X-Wings and two A-Wings. Um, blew one of the A-Wings, or, no, sorry, three A-Wings, one X-Wing. Blew two of the A-Wings away, and then he out-initiative me to death. And that was that. And by that stage, Jack was doing pretty well. And a couple of the other boys were still hovering about. And if I'm honest, I was more interested in seeing how they did than uh, trying to plug away at uh, the uphill struggle with some more hyperspace for no particular purpose. So that was that was my weekend. A bit disappointing. But as my plan for dealing with uh, school shooters was to try and not draw them, um, I was always running the risk that that might not happen. And, of course, it did, and I did not do very well. I mean, the reality was I was always going to bump up against them in the cut, but I was hoping at least to make it as, as far as uh, as the cut stage. But, hey-ho, there's always our next system open. Yeah, definitely. Next year? I'm not waiting that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy days. I mean, obviously, it was a... Well, for me, it was a three-and-three three day on the first day. Uh, suffering slightly from a hangover but I'm not taking anything away from my opponents they were really good um, I placed Tom Forson on stream so if you want to see X-Wing done badly uh, by all means uh, please go on to the first Earth stream and watch me play my second round where I don't know what was going on Tom Forsner obviously Coruscant winner Great I, I think I kind of took myself out of the wind before I even got to the table but you know it he was a great player and I wasn't expecting half the stuff that he was going to do. My last two games, one against Darren Granger, um, really hard. He came from cut. Um, I felt really bad because I know we, we both really wanted it. Um, and yeah, I beat his cis uh, swarm list. And then game, my last game was against Chris Morrell uh, from Firestorm. And that was, again, a really tough game. It was really tough, and it came down to me for the first ever time in my X-wing life running away with Grievous, oh. um, running away with the ship. It was two minutes left to go. I felt so bad that I had to do it, but I literally went five forward boost. My next one was out the way and boost, and it was just came on points. I felt really bad because you know for a fact I don't like doing it. I am a knife fighter, but yeah. win conditions, win conditions. Yeah, I know. But you know, you know what I'm like. You know what I'm morally. <laughs> I, I feel dead guilty. So I was like, I, I apologise and everything. There. Good weekend for Team Sith Taker. 
Yeah, it was. Best mate Ben. Uh, we've also got Steve, a uh, great bloke. Had a mare on the first day because he took quad phantoms with no practice and had an absolute mare. But then went 5-0 and in the hyperspace with his actual hyperspace list. Craig Reed. Tom Reed's already got an invite, so that's kind of a... But Craig was playing next to me where when he won and got his invite and I was next to him. And then, obviously, our man of the hour, and superstar... So it's Jack, isn't it? <laughs> so. Yeah, his second world's invite, and, and stacking is rude. I think. I, I think it's disgusting. You know, he, he, if you already had an invite, you should have given that that free trip away, shouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, all going along with producer Tim, and all going along with producer Tim, because Tim's going to be there as well. He's going to be a great travel buddy. Um, so can't wait. Hopefully, there's room for more. You know, for for people going um, within the team so hopefully the more the merrier and uh, with a bit of luck we'll see everyone there so that's all from us then tonight um, thanks for listening um, we will be with you next time um, it's goodbye from Bob Ta-da. goodbye from Adam goodbye and it's goodbye from me au revoir for now oh what a day what a lovely day